Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What's going on guys, I'm Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Parletto, the show you're only listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. How you going? Yeah, good. How you doing? I'm good. Could you not eat? Fucking serious, bro. I'm eating some strawberry snack Cadbury chocolate. Into the microphone. I'll eat it away from it. It's not better. Do you remember the other day we were talking about social media and advertising on social media? Yep. And how they listen to you. And Job was like telling us about an example where this guy was just like looking at his phone. He just went chocolate, 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 chocolate. And then he scrolled through his Facebook. I think it was Facebook. And then there was like a Cadbury ad. And so straight away, I was like, I'm going to fucking try it. I didn't think it was going to work. Yeah. But I was just like, mm, chocolate, 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 chocolate. Oh, I could really go some chocolate. I opened up my Instagram feed. No joke. The first advertisement on my Instagram was for Cadbury. Yep. I lost my fucking mind. But then, since we're fans of the scientific method, you tried it again. Didn't really work, did it? It's because now they know I'm onto them. I'm sure that's why. They're trying to play it coy. So you're sitting there on your phone just scrolling continuously through Facebook going, chicken, 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 KFC, chicken, chicken, KFC, chicken, all I could do with some chicken for like 15 minutes (laughs) and it never came up. But that actually blew my mind. There's only a few brands that do that and Cadbury's one of them. Yeah, it seems like it. And also they're going to be like, this is a woman, we can advertise her chocolate because that's what they do. Bloody women and their menstrual cycles. That's right, mate. Oh, I love that meme I sent you today. Well, it was like one of those fake news articles. Yeah. Guy who gets freaked out by women's pubic hair has never washed his sheets. That's the one. (laughs) Oh, man. I love those fake news stories because they're so accurate. That's true. They are always very accurate. Did Did you tell me how you were? Yeah, I said I was all right. Well, you've been a bit sick, though. Yeah, but... What else is new? It's Monday. and It's Monday. <laughs> we were supposed to record yesterday, but we couldn't because Joshy was sicky. I had to go and have a little vom. And now I look like a lizard person. A little vom? Yeah. It was pretty big. Six little voms. Yeah, explain the lizard man to everyone who can't see you. <laughs> so basically what happens to me when I throw up, this is a little bit of fun for everyone, all the blood vessels around my eyes explode. <laughs> so basically, I, that's why we call me the lizard man. Because I've just got all these burst capillaries all over my face. Yeah, like those chameleons with those eyes that come out of their heads that are all bumpy. Yeah, I look pretty fucked. That's what it's like. It's pretty lame. It's going to be lame for a few days. Yeah, so needless to say, uh, you called in sick to work today. I did. Which was great for me because I got to drive to work. Oh, yeah. It's really awesome because I can wake up and get out of bed and then within an hour of getting out of bed, I'm at work. Yep. Like I woke up at seven, got out of bed at 7.30 this morning and I was at work just before 8.30. Nice. Usually I get up before seven and I'm not in work until like quarter to nine. That sounds about right. <laughs> so yeah, it was pretty great today. You could be like me, get up at 6.20, get to work at quarter to eight. Yeah. Well, I think it takes us about the same amount of time to get to work, but the difference is you have to drive all the way there. Yeah. It's not fun. Which is quite taxing to get all the way there. Can't watch any TV. 
Yeah, I mean, at least when I'm on the bus, I can watch TV or listen to podcasts. Or, Well, I guess you can listen to podcasts, but... I do listen to podcasts. But when I'm driving, I think I have to focus a lot more than you because you, you drive a lot more than I do. Yeah. When I'm driving, I can't even really focus on music that well. Yeah, but you just get used to it. Because I'm just concentrating the whole time. And I'm doing the same drive every day. Exactly, yeah. When I go to work, I still sort of don't know where I'm going, so I have to put the navigation on. <laughs> you don't know where you're going when you go to the shops, mate. Hey, I know how to do that now. It's like three minutes away and you still use your navigation. <laughs> no, I don't. To go to the shops, I don't anymore. Not anymore. For a while I did, though. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, so Monday already, back to work. Yep. Did you have a good weekend, though? Well, yeah. What do we do? We went and checked out the venue that we're going to have our engagement party at. Woo! That's pretty cool. Very, uh, very dingy, but like, you know, hipster Melbourne dingy, so like, dingy for a reason. In a cool way. In a cool way, yeah, I guess. When we walked in, you were kind of like, uh. Well, yeah, because none of the cushions didn't have a fucking cut mark in it, <laughs> and it reeks of mulled wine, and the guy behind the counter is wearing a denim shirt that is seven sizes too big for him, and just sort of meandering around, and they're playing like fucking... Music that you'd expect to hear when you walk into the wrong room and there's some sort of harem going on. It sounded like the doors or something. I don't know, man. It was weird. It wasn't the doors, but it sa- it had that kind of like... Doors rip-off feeling. That psychedelic-y feel. So that was interesting. No, it was good. I think our engagement party will be good. That's on this Saturday. We mm-hmm. won't say where or what the date is in case everyone starts crashing. Yeah, in case the four people <laughs> listening, because I'm not going to have this out before the engagement party, probably... Oh, that's true. And also, the four people that listen to it are invited, so... Yep. <laughs> that would be nice. We had a charcuterie platter. We did. There was a lot of meat on the charcuterie so platter. So much meat. I'm wondering if that's what got you sick. I don't know. Oh, it seemed like you had you food know. poisoning yesterday. You never know. That's not a good sign for our party, though. But I ate all the same stuff and I was fine. Yeah, true. The other thing it could have been was the fish and chips we had. But everybody maybe ate you got that as well. Yeah, but maybe you got just like a dodgy bit of fish or something. A dodgy dim sim. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, you're, you're a lot better now, so that's good. Yep. Got to go back to work again. I also got my hair cut. Yay, yay. I seriously don't think I've had my hair cut in like four years. Hasn't been that long. I will, Professionally, maybe, because I... We've cut your hair a few Yeah, times. I mean professionally. But when I spoke to Amy, she's like, no, nah, that was two years ago that we went and got our hair cut off because we both got our hair cut short at the same time. Yeah. She said it was only two years ago, but I don't think it was. Oh, I feel okay. like it was way longer than that. Anyway, I haven't been for ages. And since then, I've just fucked with my hair, like dyed it so many times, bleached it myself and yep. burnt all my hair off. I think I t- spoke about that on the podcast. Yeah, and you melted it. Yeah. And my hair was just fucked for months after that now it's sort of grown so that well before i had it cut half of it was my natural hair color and the rest of it was just like this weird green color but it was super dry and like split right so i went and saw this dude in coburg and he's like what do you want done i was like um just cut off as much as you have to to make it a bit healthy and so he cut off heaps of it and he's like oh I actually need to cut off more. Do you want to go really short? And I was like, uh, no. That's fair. So even though, like, so I've lost so much hair, right? It's so short. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted to cut basically all of it off because it was just dead. And then he came home 
and then you dyed it again. Yeah. He was like, yeah, maybe stop cutting your own hair and dyeing your own hair at home. And I was like, hmm, hmm, wee. And I already like had the hair dye at home, ready to dye it. (laughs) So now it's really short and choppy and it's red now. Yee. It looks pretty nice. I don't mind it. Dying a redhead, y'all. I don't mind it. Look, baby. Gotta get used to it though. Feels very short and I can't really tie it up properly at work. Well, you gotta get used to your hair and I've gotta get used to having lizard eyes. So I think that (laughs) it's probably... A bit better. Sounds like some sort of a superhero duo. What, short hair and lizard eyes? <laughs> no one's going to fucking watch that, mate. <laughs> I would. That's if terrible. I was in it. If you were in it, you'd watch it. Yeah. Maybe the four people that listen to our podcast would watch it. Let us know what you think about uh, our new superhero duo, <laughs> short hair and lizard eyes. <laughs> I was thinking more like Coming soon to hair. FX. <laughs> More like redhead and lizard eyes or something. Redhead and lizard eyes. Yeah, not short hair. That sounds stupid. (laughs) (laughs) But red hair's better. Yeah, red hair and lizard eyes. That's, you know, that's got success written all over it. Well, that's good. I'm glad that you're a a TV producer. (laughs) Oh, I guess we can move on to some TV news now. What the hell is going on? Yeah, we don't have very interesting lives, guys. Oh, <laughs> just fucking around. Yeah, we do. I'm eating chocolate and eating other <laughs> things, working. We just had the night of nights in Australia. Oh, get <laughs> fucked. <laughs> the Logies is what's the one in America? Emmys. I guess so. It's like the TV awards in Australia, and it's called the Logies. Yeah. I just wanted to talk about this because Grant Denyer, who's one of my favorite TV personalities from such things as Family Feud and Family Feud All-Stars. <laughs> I don't know what, <laughs> what else he's done. What a great selection of things. <laughs> well, because I, I know he's been going on TV for a long time. Yeah, he's been doing a lot of stuff. But that's all I really know him from. He's never been at the forefront as much as now as in Family Feud. But I think that was like his element for stuff. Yeah. Just like, here are these people. You can basically make fun of them, but make sure they don't realize you're making fun of them. And he's like, I fucking got this, guys. <laughs> don't you worry. I reckon he's great in that show. But unfortunately, or fortunately, however you think about it, Family Feud got cancelled. Was it cancelled so much as just like run its course and they're like, this is dumb now. Like Nobody really wants to do this anymore. Yeah, that's true. They just true. didn't want to do the fucking polls of people anymore. <laughs> I've always wanted to be called up from, for one of those polls. We can do the Charlie Kelly thing. Yeah. A dragon. Just need you to name an animal. Yeah. That we eat but doesn't eat us. Doesn't eat us. That's easy. A dragon. <laughs> a bride. It's the fucking dumbest answers. Paper, snow, a ghost. Things you find in your refrigerator. It's white. Paper, snow, a ghost. <laughs> That's not Charlie Day, but... Joey Tribbiani. Joey Tribbiani. How you doing? Man, so many pop culture references in this podcast. We are firing them off rapid fire. Mate, we are with the kids. All over it. Anyway, yeah, the Logies. So, Family Feud got cancelled, but Grant Daniel was nominated for the Gold Logie for, like, most popular TV personality. And everyone was like, this is fucking bullshit. His show got cancelled. Why is he nominated? And then Tom... What's his name? Tom Gleason from Hard Quiz. Tom Gleason. <laughs> yeah, he's a comedian and yeah, he's also got his own game show, Hard Quiz. He was nominated for a Logie as well 
for yeah. best entertainment program or something, but he lost to Are You Paying Attention? Do you see the thing where he went on, I think it was like today in the morning yeah, exactly. and he like had a Grant Denyer t-shirt yeah. on and like he was just like in support of Grant Denyer the whole time. <laughs> yeah, so he just decided he was going to go on this huge like campaign trying to get people to vote for Grant Denyer to win this gold logo because he thought it would just be hilarious. He's a fucking genius man. <laughs> and um, he ended up winning. <laughs> yeah. And I think he was losing in the polls. Like, Grant was losing in the polls until Tom Gleason started doing all that PR for him. Fucking standard. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone just started voting for him. I think Tracy Grimshaw was in the lead before that. Oh, ew. And so everyone's like, oh, she was fucking robbed. Tracy yeah, Grimshaw <laughs> was robbed. Fuck Tracy Grimshaw. What the fuck? Well, I don't know. She does good work. Like, I'm not saying she's shit. What? A current affair, right? Tracy yeah, she's Grimshaw. on a current affair. Yeah. The Dane Cook of news outlets. <laughs> it's the fucking worst shit. Yeah. Like, not- it is literally like, here's the real news, and then here's all the puff pieces that you want. And it's just like... This car rental place is selling you lemons. Then this fucking guy is stealing from old ladies. It's fucking dumb. It's not news. It's current affair. Yeah, there was some big interview that she did. I can't even remember who it was. But that particular interview was nominated for a Logie as well. Jesus. So... Anyway, people love Tracy Grimshaw, apparently, and wanted her to win. But Grant Denyer Grant, <laughs> Grant took out the Logie, which I thought was pretty funny. Good job, Grant. And now I think he's getting a new show. A well, new... he's on the radio at the moment with... Um... Ed Cavalier. That's the one. Oh, man. I love that show, and I love all the people who are on that show. They're so good. Mainly Sam Pang. Yeah, Sam Pang's so good. <laughs> Even just all the guests that they get as well. And the one we watched the other day had that guy from Kath and Kim and also that other show that I didn't know about. You good job. What's his name? I What's don't the know. show called? I don't know. Upper Middle Bogan. Upper Middle Bogan? Is it dad an Upper Middle Bogan? And he used to be in Kath and Kim. But there was another show that was getting advertised at the time. Oh, It was like a comeback show where he was like this... Um, Oh, yeah, because he's Russell, he's Russell Coit. There you go. Russell Coit. Yep. What's his name? No idea. <laughs> what is his name? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that iconic Australian actor that we cannot remember. Yeah, that guy. On the same kind of track as, you know, famous Australian TV personalities. All right. We have an opportunity to perhaps, maybe, probably not, interview hamish and andy so basically you've built this you've even built this up too much even with all those clauses you decided to put on the end of yours page but basically hamish and andy have a competition for like low level bullshit artists like you and me who have like a thing to like interview them about their show Mm. like a podcast or a local newspaper anything like that a small publication medium you can apply to fly to Sydney. So we've applied. We haven't got anything. No, we haven't got anything. <laughs> I haven't even heard anything back from them. But yeah, we applied and we'll have to fly to Sydney on... The 4th. The 4th of August to interview them about True Story. Yeah. And then I think we get to put it on our podcast. Well, hopefully. What are we, what are we going to interview them for other than that? No, that is what you do. But yeah, fucking A. <laughs> oh my I gosh. I think it's just like... 
Do we have to take all our own shit? <laughs> or can we use their shit? Because they already do a podcast, so that would be good. I reckon we'd be able to use their equipment. But also, it makes sense for us. Because we could just watch the pilot of that show. And then we just talk to them about the pilot of their own show. Mm. So if any of their producers are listening to this, <laughs> I can work your, shit, work your shit out, mate. I, I won't swear as much if that's a clause that you have. Yeah, I don't think we'll be allowed to swear. As I was telling you before, I listen to all their podcasts. Like, I've been fans of them for years, right? Yeah. They don't have an explicit warning on their podcast. Yeah, no. So, they're only allowed to say shit, like, twice or something. Right. And there's the story that Andy is holding off on until their penultimate episode because he has to use the word fuck. Right. But he's not allowed to say it because then they have to make it explicit. Yeah. So, they're going to do a full explicit show, which I'm quite looking forward to. See what they really sound like. When they're not like a radio personality, like. Do you reckon filter. they actually swear heaps? They're in real fucking life? Australians, mate. They probably do. They probably got like stage personas, and they're like, oh, "I can't do this," but they're just two blokes who hang out with each other and like talk yeah, shit I on suppose. each other all day. They definitely do. I mean, Hamish has a kid, but. So. <laughs> I accidentally swore in front of one of my colleagues' kids a couple of weeks ago, and they were really pissed off. Why? Because I, I said shit or something, and they were like. <gasps> Looked at me like, oh my god. Yeah, but isn't this one of your colleagues who would say like shit and fuck and stuff in your face all day? Yeah, but not in front of his kids, I guess. Well, fucking... So? I used to have that filter... bring them. <laughs> yeah. I used to have that filter with my parents where I would stop swearing in front of my parents. Yeah. But now that's gone. Yeah. So I just swear all the time. <laughs> and at work, no one really cares if I swear, so I just swear at work. Yeah. Basically all the time. So, there's not really any part of my life where I'm not allowed to swear. Yes, you're not encumbered. So You're not like... By Australian standards, you're not terrible. No, I just... I like saying fuck and I like saying shit and that's about it. They're not really like swear words in the way that they used to be. They're more like punctuation now. I know. Punctuation that certain people don't enjoy and that's yeah. about it. I'm sure a lot of... Get with the times, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of older... Australians wouldn't really appreciate how um, profanity is used these days. There's more important shit to worry about, mate. Exactly. Honestly, the what world the hell? is burning. The world is burning. That's right. That'll uh, give a little bit of a preamble on what our main conversation is going to be today. Holy shit! <laughs> All right, we're not doing that yet. No. Kate's been fucking basically shitting herself trying not to talk to me about oh, this. Oh gosh! Yeah, we're watching it, and I'm just like, I just. I'm bursting to say things to Josh. You remind me of, you know, that meme of that kid who, and it's like when you haven't said like a certain thing for five minutes and the kid's just like, and like the vein is bursting out of his neck and shit. That's how I've seen you since we watched the show. Gross. I hate that meme. He's so disgusting. (laughs) He's dying. So hopefully we get that interview with Hamish and That would be so fucking cool. I think it would just be cool to just like meet them. Or at least for you to meet them. I don't care. Like I... (laughs) They're just dudes, you know what I mean? Like, of the celebrity level, and for like, we've got Stan, so they just shovel Hamish and Andy's stuff down your throat. Like, they've got their own section and stuff, but like, it's clever. It's really clever, mm. and like, the stuff they come up with is genius. Like, it's fucking genius. And I would just love to just talk to them for a little bit. That would be cool. Mm. Me too. I don't dislike them in any way. I Mate. think that they're super interesting. I'm obsessed with those guys. They're, yeah, I'm not Kate. They're some of my probably favourite Australian people. You made me wear their fucking aftershave and shit, so... 
Oh, Andy by Hamish. Yeah. It smells so good, though. All right. It's great. You like it, so I can't smell it after 30 seconds, so that's basically the same. I wonder if we get to interview them, we'll get a an H&A coin. When we get a teaspoon or some shit? No, no teaspoons. The new thing is they've got these coins. Yeah. That are worth one Bitcoin each in inverted commas. Right. So what? Hamish just came up with his own currency. Oh, okay. And when you come up with your own currency, you can like dictate how much it's worth. So he's like, yep, one H&A coin is worth a Bitcoin. So an H&A coin is worth like whatever Bitcoin is at the moment, like what, $8,000 or how much is it worth at the moment? Why would you make it one Bitcoin? I don't know. It's, just, you're printing <laughs> it's it, just a joke. If you're printing it, you're printing money, motherfucker. Like this is worth 70,000 Bitcoin. Then it doesn't matter what they're worth. <laughs> like, <laughs> But they're not actually worth anything. It's just a joke. Neither is Bitcoin, mate, if you're being Technically, honest. Technically, yeah. It's not worth shit. Yeah. If you can't trade it for money, it's not worth money. Yeah. I also hope that if we go, we get to meet Jack Post as well. Your best mate. Yeah, I like him. He's great. <laughs> what? I could just talk about Hamish and Andy like all day, so... Let's not do that. Do you want to move on? You might actually have to physically talk to them. So you might want to keep something kept inside. Just a little bit. Just chill. <laughs> just, just chill out. Just chill out. So we're going to move on to movies. All right. We watched a movie. We always try to watch a movie for you guys, just to keep it keep it going. Mm-hmm. It's always a good opportunity for us as well, because we would just sit and watch TV. Basically, we would just sit and watch forensic files all day until we ran out of forensic files. Probably then start again. So <laughs> it's probably good that we watch a movie. This time, we watched a movie that I've been wanting to watch for ages. Sort of... In a melancholy way, because I really want to watch it and see what they did with it, but I also knew 110% that they were going to ruin it. But of course, they can't ruin it as much as they ruined Death Note. So we watched the new Full Metal Alchemist film on Netflix. Mm. What did you think of it to begin? <laughs> having not seen all of the series, having seen like maybe six episodes. Yeah, well I think we should sort of give a little bit description of what it is. So, it's a live action film yeah. of an anime. That they made two times. Yeah. It's one of the most popular anime in the world. It's like fucking up there. Mm. But this is different to the Death Note movie that we ripped to shreds on our podcast because that was an American version of it. It wasn't an American version of it. No, this was a Japanese make of the anime in live action. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. I thought it was cool. Like, they probably could have spent a little bit more money in certain parts in terms of CGI. In what in particular are you talking? Just all the bits with, like, manipulation of the elements, just of, like, the ground and... So, the use of alchemy. Yeah. So, in the show, alchemy produces what you would call alchemic lines. So, like, people can tell whether stuff's been changed or not, like, by alchemy. It's like a, a hint that they use a few times. When they're like, oh, I'm in this clearing, they must have escaped. And then they like pick up a rock and they're like, oh, okay, it's got alchemic lines on it. So this is like a fake clearing. So okay. it actually is like supposed to be a bit shit. Okay. Like it's not supposed to be perfect. I see what you're saying. Because they're literally ordering it fucking atom by atom into this shape. So it can never be like amazing. But not just that. Also, I'd say like the creatures, sometimes they brought creatures to life yeah. with alchemy. And they always always looked very green screeny when they were interacting with like the human characters. 
I guess so, but it doesn't have like a blockbuster kind of budget. No, and it wasn't completely distracting. If you just kind of took it as that's what it is, you know, it wasn't so bad that you were just like, I can't even with this, you know. But yeah, I sort of knew the general plot of it. I think I've watched not that much of the anime. How much of it did I watch? Five or six episodes. Five or six episodes. I really want to keep watching it with you. (laughs) I really think we should just start it again and just watch it. I'm, I'm happy to watch it. It's one of the best things I've ever seen. <laughs> and it's like, it's long. It's like, well, not even, it's like 50 something episodes to get through it. But it's like, perfect. Mm. And that's why I was really a bit pensive about this film. Because mm. it's just like so nuanced and so good. And like, all the shit that happens is so insane. But they've set you up for it to be that insane. Like, they've got the timing out and it's like, perfect. So, you can't shove it into two hours. But I thought, because you asked me, one of the main questions you asked me, you were like, was that a comprehensive film? Like, did you yeah, because understand I the flow? I can't focus on the things they're not missing. Yeah, because you so know all the you, things. I needed you to tell yeah. me if it made sense as a comprehensive film. Because you know all the things that are missing. So, while you're watching it, you're constantly like filling in all these gaps. Yeah. Whereas I didn't have any of that knowledge to fill in the gaps. But from my point of view, it was cohesive. Okay. There was a couple of moments where I was like a little bit confused, but at the same time, we were also watching it in Japanese yeah. with English subtitles. So if you don't know all the stuff, it can be a bit like... Yeah. Because whenever you watch a subtitle film, you always sort of miss things every every now and again. Like, this is what I always tell people, because you always get people who are just like, if you watch fucking anime when it's dubbed, like, it's you just ruin it, it's just bullshit, and I'm just like, no. <laughs> because the things in anime are quite complex a lot of the time, mm. and they do make up their own words for shit, and they do have, like, their own yeah, lore and definitely. all that sort of stuff. So, in the context of, I don't, I, you can't get inclination from subtitles. So, a lot of the time, you don't know what context is using certain words in, and you're like, that doesn't make any fucking sense, I don't understand what's happening. Whereas if it's dubbed, and, they're just, and you're just like, oh, that's the name of that thing, or that's the name of that person, or that's like the name of a thing that's happening, you don't have to worry about it yet, like they'll explain it later. You don't know that mm. when you're watching it subbed. So, it can be quite difficult. But they did have it in English. Yeah. It was just far too distracting Yeah, we started watch watching it. it dubbed, and then... Because I actually quite enjoy watching films in their own language and reading the subtitles. And I just couldn't do it. I was like, nah, this dubbing is shit. Like, let's just turn on the Japanese It was version. too much. The The voices were so... White. White. <laughs> yeah. I, did, I was trying to think of another word for white. But yeah, the voices were very Anglo, weren't they? But back on what you were saying about like subtitles and animes and stuff, I always yeah. wonder about people from other countries watching things like, say... Harry Potter or Star Wars. Right. In their own language. Like. Yep. Because there's so many made up words. Mm-hmm. Do they just make up new words in like, for example, Portuguese for a Patronus or something from Harry Potter? Why would they have to? Because Patronus is a made up word. So would they just have Patronus in the. Yeah. Okay. So stuff that's like made up, like that's the same. That's the issue that I have mm. when we watch anime and stuff like that. So when they use terms like Patronus, like say you were just reading the subtitles and you're like, what the fuck is that? And then it's just gone. And then you're like, I don't know. What like, that it is. might get explained later, but like I, I'm stuck now mm. in this place and I don't know what I'm supposed to take from that 
at all. But now it's like now I'm fifty or sixty sentences in, and now I'm it's gone. And I guess I that sounded a little bit ignorant of me saying that kind of thing, but no, I just like, feel like it would some... be more difficult to watch a sci-fi film or a fantasy film in another language than it would be... the original language that it was written in. Exactly, it would be quite difficult. Just because you don't get that inclination of whether mm. things like important or not yet, or with it, a lot of the times, like when you do watch things that are subbed and they bring back something from like much earlier or whatever, you don't remember it because you just read it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas, like, if somebody said it, then like it's, it's much more ingrained to, in yeah, your memory, it's much easier to absorb than just like reading it in like pages and pages and pages and pages of text. Yeah, no, it's interesting. One thing I really did enjoy about the film was the costuming. I thought all their costumes were really fucking cool. They did do them all justice. Yeah. Like they all looked like they were supposed to look. It looked they very anime. Like, they yeah, but they didn't just sort of like shove like vinyl suits or shit on people. Like they actually like properly tailored all the parts mm. out like they would be if they were actual clothes. So it was I really enjoyed that. Like Ed's costume and like all of cops, whatever they are. Mm. All their costumes were mm. really good. All the soldiers. So I just like, wanted everyone's clothes in that movie. Yeah, it was like, pretty good. There's some fucking sick jackets. And I was telling you yeah. today we should both just get like full goth jackets. Yeah, why not? Like necromancer. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say that? With like huge hoods and like yeah. straps and shit and really long. Why not? I've, I want to well, get... I've got my minstrel's jacket, but that doesn't have like a hood or anything. Yeah, I want like a... I guess mine, I'd have to call it like a witch cave or a witch jack or something you can right. be a necromancer i don't know can a woman be a necromancer no yes no. it's just a person who has control over dead of stuff it's pretty easy do, but do witches have control of the dead though not really depends on whether they have depends. the power of necromancy or not <laughs> mm. gone into a weird realm here mm. boom so overall, what did you think of the movie? I reckon we should give it an overall rating. Why not? So, I cut out a lot of stuff that I really like about the show. Sure. There's no greed. There's no pride. Yeah. There's, I asked you that at one yeah. point because there's a few characters that are in there. What was it? Lust, Gluttony, and, and Envy. envy. Are the three, they're the three main ones. But pride is like a fucking... In both, in like both seasons, but the first season... Like the first version mainly is insane, and then yeah, greed is the same in both things. But his thing is fucking cool as, and he's just like one of the best characters. Who else is that? Sloth. So sloth is a weird one. In the first season, it's way more interesting, uh, but in the second version, it's just like a fucking guy. He's just like big. So I don't know which one they would have done. It seems like they're trying to make a mix of both, but mainly focusing on the second version. So the first version is just Full Metal Alchemist, and the second one's called Brotherhood. Mm-hmm. And they're basically like they're pretty much the same. They just have like small changes, but like I am purist and I like the first. <laughs> set. Uh, but it's also because the second version, like it has the most of the stuff in the first one, it just rushes through it uh, to add and it adds like extra characters and stuff that's just not needed. Like, you don't have any of those characters, and they're really interesting. And you don't have, like, the thing about their dad, which is fucking insane. And, like, their teacher, you don't have anything about their teacher. And their teacher is another one of the best characters in the show. It's all these things they missed out on. No, they can't put everything in it. Yeah. 
And then there's the thing how, like, Al thinks that he's not real. And they have that in the show, but that is heaps more important. And it, like, breaks them up fully. And then they they have, like, separate shit that happens. And then they have to, like... They don't come back until the end and stuff. Like, it's fucking crazy. And it's way more important mm. than they make it seem in this, where they just have a fight about it. And he never... Never uses his arm blade, which I was very annoyed about. Which is like the main thing is that he's got like his metal arm, his automail arm, and he uses alchemy all the time, just turn into a fucking huge sword. That's pretty cool. Kick the shit out of people with it. Never did that. Like, and that's the thing he does like straight away. Every time he gets into a fight, he's just like straight away. Now I've got a sword. Let's do this thing. So missed out on heaps of that. It just doesn't have the same. It didn't have the same impact mm. for me. Mm. And like a lot, yeah, a lot of the characters are missing. So, so what would you give it then overall? The costumes were good. The characters weren't as distracting as those characters. Alphonse looked right, which is like would have been one of the hardest things to do because people would have cracked their fucking shits if you made him look wrong. <laughs> but you lo- you miss out on so much. Yeah. And I know that it's just two hours and they have to like focus on doing it, but. I feel like the way that they made it, if they wanted to make the whole thing, it would be amazing. So I'd say like a seven. It's hard for me to get past like how distracting the parts that are missing are. No, that's fair. But I think if they made this the same way all the way through and they made it all, it would be incredible. But yeah, also Winry is not blonde. That's another thing that annoyed (laughs) me (laughs) and was very distracting. What would you give it? Probably an 8 out of 10. An 8. Mm-hmm. Coming from someone who has barely watched the show. Yeah. I thought it was an entertaining movie. I liked the way it looked. I liked the characters. I found it really entertaining. There were some good little twists in there. <laughs> I liked it. Well, that's good. We really should watch it. It's, it's one of my favorite things. <laughs> we can watch it. I'm happy to watch it. Yes. So good. <laughs> All right, let's move on to some music news. Why not? So what's the only thing that we got from music news this fortnight? Well, North Lane brought out a new song four days ago. Yep. It's called Vultures. Yep. We listened to it. How long have we been doing this uh, podcast 35 for? minutes ago. We 35 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> I actually didn't even realize that they brought it out until I saw an Instagram post from them today saying like, we're blown away by the response to our new song. Um, and that's, I saved it onto my Spotify. Right. And that's why I remembered that we had to talk about it today. So I'd seen that they released it a few days ago. Cause mm. I, if I could just troll on YouTube, <laughs> basically like what people do for Instagram, Facebook, I just do for YouTube. Uh, and I saw it, but I just never found an opportunity to listen to it. Right. But what did you think about the song? I was kind of surprised because it's quite different to what they've been bringing out lately. Yeah. But not in a bad way. I, th- You know, I, I want to listen to it a few more times because I couldn't really take it all in. We listened to it like on your phone. Yeah. On YouTube, like off of your phone. So I couldn't really like hear it all that well right if i was gonna make like a proper 
review of a song, I'd want to listen to it in headphones so I could actually hear it properly. Right. But I liked it. It's a lot heavier than what they've been bringing out lately, but it kind of goes back to what they used to be like. This is the thing that sort of strikes me about it, is that it is like they've gone backwards. It's like the kind of song that kids who start hardcore bands put out (laughs) when they start hardcore bands. Because it's just all dirty vocals, the whole thing. Mm. Like chorus, verse, whatever, all dirty vocals. And then their one bit of like offbeat that they always put in there is like a little bit weak. And then the breakdown's a little bit weak. But it's just hard all the way through, which Mm. is something they don't usually do. But then you go like, we went straight to the comments in the YouTube video and it's just like, Oh, Northlane's not hard enough. And then Northlane's like, oh, hold my beer. We all thought that Northlane was getting soft and now they brought this out. It's fucking crazy. I'm just like, they didn't need to be. They, I mean, they could make whatever they want. If this is what they wanted to make, no problemo. And Everyone like, seems happy though. But if this is like the fucking track for the album, you don't really want to listen to the album yet. <laughs> I don't think it will all be like that. Okay. I, I don't think it will either, mm. but they're like, we're making a new thing and this is the headline track from that thing, the single on the album, and that's it. I think maybe it's just a little bit of fan service and I think their album might be quite mixed, which will be nice. It'll be a change, yeah. Because the last two were very like, it's Northlane, so you can't really call it samey, <laughs> but there was yeah. a bit samey. Yeah. No, I'm here for it. I definitely want to listen to it a few more times. I obviously would listen to the album yep. in full and see what I thought of the whole thing. The thing is that like with the last like the last album and like all the bits and pieces they've been bringing out, like I you listen to it and you go, fucking play it again. Right now, play it again. I'll listen to it like 50 times in a row. Yeah. And then I won't get sick of it, but like I will stop thinking about it for a bit. And you didn't feel like that about this? I do not want to listen to it again. <laughs> Gotta say. Really? Yeah. It really felt interesting. like one of their first songs or something. Hmm. It was quite strange. I kind of wanted an actual music video for it as well. The video they put on YouTube was just like lights and color and I don't even know what it was. The animation of the album cover or whatever it's going to be. Yeah, so it's like a crystally kind of human figure with a sun behind it. Oh, it's very strange. That's the artwork. Mm. Weird. So we're going with weird? <laughs> yeah. All right, we're ready for Kate's Corner. Kate's Corner. All right, what song, what do I want in it? Oh, I know what I want. Yeah. I want... Over the horizon. Over the horizon. Why have you been singing that? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. And you've just been fucking pumping that every 15 fucking minutes. <laughs> it's a Samsung ringtone sound. Why are you singing over the horizon? It's just a sound. No, no, no. It says over, over the, the horizon. horizon. What? <laughs> What the fuck is that? <laughs> You'll be able to find it. Right. Anyway, I want that as my Kate's Corner sound. Fine, I guess. <laughs> Pretty short Kate's Corner, I believe. A new season of Project Runway has been put up on Netflix. Woo. 
I love Project Runway. Better than Stitched? Yeah. Stitched is a joke, mate. <laughs> Who wants to watch kids make clothes? <laughs> but at least these people can sort of make clothes. I mean, the first... Okay, so... It wasn't the first to go home, but he fucked up in the first episode. And he fucked up again in the second episode. And then he went home in the second episode. And he was pretty bad. Anyway, get on it, guys. Project 1A is the shit. That's my new show that I'm watching. Well, I didn't watch it on the bus today because I drove, but... I watched an episode at lunch, so I'm on episode three now. Right. I don't really know how old this season is, though. Because they say, well, a new season of Project Runway, but it was probably filmed like six years ago oh, or yeah. something. Just a new one on there. Yeah. Can you put a disclaimer that the show's not actually called Stitched? We just call it that because we think it's a funny title for a show. What was it actually called? I don't know. I think it was called Stitched, wasn't it? No, because we, <laughs> we were like, if you were going on a show and they were like, what's the show called? And you're like, oh, it's called Stitched. You'd be like, oh, nah, fuck off. <laughs> Classic Stitch Up, but I reckon this country was built on Stitch Ups, you know? It'd be like that American Superstar USA or whatever. I really want to know what it's called now because it's called, oh, Threads. That's Threads, what it's called. there you go. It's called it's Threads. It's not called Stitched. <laughs> I actually called, thought it was called Stitched. It was called Stitched. No one would ever fucking go on that. I don't know. Kids wouldn't know what they what it was. Oh, kids, you want to get stitched? <laughs> <laughs> you little dickheads. Oh, this is a little bit of game news. We don't often have game news, but I recently bought a Yokai Watch game. He's got a we went into EB Games and they had one of their like crazy sales where everything's like 50% off or whatever. I feel like they're only having crazy sales all the time. They've <laughs> no. just been shutting down but without saying that they're shutting down. Yeah, it's a bit orcs, isn't it? But they just have all those like red sale stickers like literally Everywhere. covering the entire store. And you're like, hmm, I wonder if they're having a sale. I never I, wonder that. I always say that because it's a dad joke. You're going to be a good dad, Kate. <laughs> I know. Yeah, so I picked up Yokai Watch. Oh, which one did I buy? Did you buy the Bones one or the I other one? I think the Bones one. Anyway, it's pretty cool. I really like it. It's sort of a little bit like Pokemon. Just like a kind of game where you walk around as a human character on Yokai Watch and... You have a yokai watch and you go around and you find yokai and you put them in your team and you like fight other yokais. You do little missions for people. There's all this weird dimension stuff where you can go through weird doors into other dimensions and it's just fun. I really like it. There's a lot going on. Sometimes there's too much going on actually. Well, you started watching the show as like a cheat sheet for the game as well. I'm telling you, watching the show really helps you play the game. (laughs) <laughs> because you actually know who these yokai are and what they do it helps you a lot aren't they making a like one of these yokai games for the switch yes but that's where they're like teenagers or something i don't really know much about it all i know is that they are definitely making a yokai watch for switch but they look like they're fucking old i don't know the kids i'm here for it like i'll buy the switch game <laughs> you buy anything mate <laughs> I also want to buy the tennis game. Oh, uh, Mario Aces, or whatever mm. it is. Well, we can get that. That's not a problem. They're also bringing up Captain Toad on Switch. Yeah, but it's the same game. And Pokemon. So, Eevee and Pikachu. Mm. I think we should get Let's Go Eevee and then just play it together. Of course. I think it'd be awesome. It's our daughter's name, mate. Well, she's not real. Who? Our, our daughter? Not real yet. Oh. 
One day. Yeah, one, well, I guess so. <laughs> Hopefully. I've got a really bad feeling that we'll end up having like two boys. Oh, well. And I'll be Devo. Not you really. Can, you can dress one up in a dress and emotionally scar him for life. <laughs> I'll just have to hope that one of them like identifies as a woman or something. Well, don't. I mean, I'm not going to force it, obviously. I mean, hopefully when they're kids, that's not even going to be a thing. But like, still don't wish that upon them. No, no, I wouldn't. Yeah, so I'm kind of keen to buy the other Yokai Watch games now. But I haven't even finished this one. Well, the... F- okay, so the first one is this game without the extra content. Yeah. And the other one is the same game. A different version of it. With the same extra content. Yeah. It just has slightly different Yokai. Okay, okay. But how many versions of Pokemon did you play? Two. They're basically the same games, but different Two. Pokemon. Yellow. You're talking about all the way through. Yellow. Silver. Really? Yes. The other Yellow- one I had on like emulators and stuff. Maybe played them multiple times, but like yellow, silver, and then I got alpha. Alpha Sapphire. Mm. That's that's it. To be yeah, fair, yellow <laughs> Yellow was the best. Yellow was one of the best ones. I loved yellow. Because Pikachu followed you. And then you could look back on him and he's like grumpy or he's like Yeah, for Ding! like two towns he was grumpy at you. Yeah. And then he just loves your ass forever. Unless you make him into a Raichu or fucking just get rid of him. On the the newer games, I love, like on the 3DS, I love how you can like pat your Pokemon and you can like feed them jelly beans and stuff. I just don't understand. Oh, it's so cute. Because it's not, it's not the same game anymore. It used to be like fucking dog fighting the game. Yeah. And now it's like not. Now it's like having a pet. And when you do the gyms, it's like do a little puzzle. There's no actual battling in the gyms. It's fucking... I love it. Horseshit. I like the new Pokemon games. Well, that's good. That's because I like child games. Nintendogs and shit. <laughs> hey, I've never played Nintendogs. Pokemon is basically Nintendogs now. I played Animal Crossing for a while. That's different. That's just like debt, eternal debt simulator, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. The, you owe the mole money or whoever yeah, it is. Yeah, you forever. owe this guy like $20,000 to build your house. Yeah, what? Do an errand every day for 20 cents and pay back your debt. It's just like real life. Yeah. Animal <sighs> Crossing, real life debt simulator. Yeah, so depressing. Pull some weeds and hope that you find a coin at the bottom of a weed. <laughs> it's like those people who go around with those metal detectors just to find, like, a trinket. Mate, you played it. I oh, know. It's a sad existence. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the other little piece of news, which will bring us into our main event, is we saw this thing on Stan, right, that was like, something fucking huge is coming. So we explained this on the last podcast. We did. And you Googled it and you were very shocked it wasn't with great. the results. It wasn't a great idea to Google. <laughs> and then about a week later, this thing came up saying that there was some unreal news, but it's not the something fucking huge that is coming. Yeah. And we saw that and we're like, oh, it's unreal, like a TV show. So there's a new season of Unreal coming out. Yep. Tomorrow. It's pretty quick, wasn't it? Super quick. So they had like a little trailer where it was just one of the the main women on the show talking about, you know, how fucking awesome it is and how soon it was coming out. And then, yeah, it's coming out tomorrow. The entire season on Stan is just dropping. Yep. 
And I am so beyond excited because I fucking love Unreal. Right. It's one of my favorite shows. Josh doesn't watch it. No. But yeah, it looks really interesting. The trailer's like pretty intense. The show's always crazy. And I'm here for it. I'm going to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch some tomorrow. Well, you can. You have to use your data, but you can. I don't know what time it's coming out. Maybe two or something or three. You can watch it while you ride the bike in the gym. <laughs> Oh, yeah. We will go to the gym tomorrow. So that was the fucking real news that wasn't the real unreal news. <laughs> Three o'clock it comes out. That was convoluted, wasn't it? Yeah, sorry. It's fine. Over the <laughs> so the actual news was... So let's talk about what actually happened with something fucking huge is coming. No, I didn't explain it very well. So there's something fucking huge that came, if you don't know what it is... It's another Sasha Baron Cohen TV show where he plays characters. This one is called Was it Who is America? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Do you want to read the IMDb of this thing? IMDb. You were hoping that it was going to be something to do with the South Park guys. Well, of course I was, because I thought there's only, there's not very many people that get away with advertising like that. And one of them is going to be Trey Parker. But unfortunately, one of them happens to be Sasha Baron Cohen. Yeah, he can basically get away with it. My favorite thing that he's ever done is his part in Sweeney Todd. Really? Mm-hmm. That's your favorite? Yeah. Old ink and piss guy? Mm-hmm. Fucking hell. Well, what's your favorite, Ali G? My fucking Ali G? Ali G was fucking genius. <laughs> in the house, it's a piece of absolute shit. Like, it is... Garbage dragged through garbage, but it is funny. I just can't. I just can't do it. There's not a lot on here. It says, Who is America? Sasha Baron Cohen offers his take on America's patriotism. That's, yeah. That's the only description of the show. It has an 8.4 out of 10. From 350 reviews. Oh, that's not many but, reviews, though. Yeah, well, this show came out yesterday. Yeah. Um, so, we're recording this on the 16th of July. It came out on the 15th of July. I don't really know if you can take any of the ratings very like very well. I Why do you say that? Because he's literally... Div- like It's pretty obvious what he believes, but he's just like... He's going to divide people fucking... Boom down the center. That's classic Sasha Baron Cohen, but this one is like way more politically focused and like way more opinionated about things. Because before he was just like, I'm a dumb character, I'm gonna ask stupid questions, and this is not like that at all. <laughs> this is just like, these are my views, and like, I'm gonna see how fucking insane these people are and just show you how fucking crazy these people Because you're just like, oh, you know, the views of a group is like an exacerbated view of like what these people particularly believe and he's just like, fucking no, I'm going to go to these people and fucking show you what they are actually like. Man, it's going to, it's going to ruffle feathers. Yeah, it's pretty confronting. Did you want to talk a little bit about the different characters that we saw in the pilot? So he does four characters, four new characters. One is like a super right-wing, Trump-supporting, just overweight 
standard human. So it was him talking to Bernie Sanders mm. about... It's the opening scene. It's the opening thing about the 1% versus the 99%. That was pretty funny. His little like chart of mm. how to make... He's like, why don't you just make put the 99% in the 1% and then, there, then there's no 1% anymore. And he's just like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and there's like a chart and he's like, oh, if you move the 1 over and then you move the 9s back and then you move that over there... And then it's 199% of people are going to be... And Bernie Sanders is just like, I don't fucking know what's happening. Yeah, I quite like that. And he was in like one of those little scooters. He's that... on, a, on a rascal for fat people. Um, so Bernie Sanders thinks that he has a disability. And he's like, nah, I'm just... I'm conserving my energy or something. Yeah. <laughs> so he just rides around the scooter for no reason. So we got that far right... Trump supporter. Yeah. Then you have the opposite end of the spectrum. There's like this super far left. Yeah, far left hippie kind of character. Yeah. And he goes for a dinner with two Trump supporters, and just basically ruffles their feathers about everything. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> the main thing that stood out was he was talking about his kids and how he de- deconstructs gender roles in his house. By making his son pee sitting down and his daughter pee standing up. Yep. And his daughter is going to get a little bit. This is what he did. <laughs> this is about Sasha Baron Cohen saying that he did. You're fucking here for it. You probably watched it already. So he encourages his daughter to free bleed, which yep. is fine. Like, you can you can do whatever you want. Yep. But he's obviously encouraging her to do it. And yep. it seems like his kids don't want to do the things that he's telling them to do, yep. which kind of goes against the whole freedom and gender equality thing because he's forcing them to do what he wants them to do. Yeah. And, yeah, she free bleeds onto the American flag. Yeah. So he's just saying this to these, you know, Trump supporters and they're just losing their goddamn minds. Yeah. Um, but one thing I did want to say about that scene was that one in particular seemed very fake to me. Do you think so? The woman seemed like she was acting. Right. What do you think? Do you, do you think this is a little bit scripted or do you think it's completely, they don't know what's going on, the people he's talking to? This is what he does. Mm. He just rocks up under the guise of like a completely false thing and then he just does this character and just sees what happens. It might be hard to accept and you might think that they're acting because it's ridiculous how they... Ah, but there are people like that <laughs> and we know there are actually people who believe those sort of things because he's like how do you uh challenge gender roles and it's like oh he cleans mm. what <laughs> but he just does the most ridiculous shit like he's like oh my uh, i'm in an open marriage with my wife because she has a relationship with a dolphin <laughs> God, that was pretty ridiculous like at the end he would definitely be like i'm so sorry like this is just a joke like, this is, like, my face is fake. Like, it's just just fucking around. This is for a comedy show. Does he have to ask permission to put them in his show? He has to get them to sign a release. He has to get everybody whose face isn't blurred in there to sign a release form. So he can't But then soon. why... There's been a lot of media coverage about Sarah Pollan. Yeah. And I, we haven't seen this in the show yet because I don't think... It wasn't in the first episode. But I think he does, like, a bit with her. With Sarah Palin? Yeah. Sorry, I said Poland, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Sarah Palin. <laughs> I mean, she's from an icy place, but like, yeah, calm down. 
And she's been like kicking up a stink about it and like defamation and all this bullshit. But if you're saying they have to you would have sign to a sign. release. It depends on what so it depends on what state you're in or whatever. So there's certain states where you can be like recorded or whatever, but you have to sign a release form. And it's like if he's deceiving them about the release form, then that's like that's wrong. But if he gives it to you and you sign it and you don't fucking read it, that's your problem. You know what I mean? So do you think that's how he gets around it? Some of the... He would have to. He'd have to go to people and be like, oh, we're making a show. Here's the release form. You know, standard shit. And then in the release form, would be like, yeah, I'm just fucking around with you. And then they just sign it as if it's real. Because, like, how else is he going to get people to agree to this? Just like, I'm going to make fun of you because you're a bit of a fuckwit. Mm. Sign this piece of paper, you dickhead, so you can get on TV. Not going to happen, mate. So, the third character is an ex-con who's just got out of prison. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, like, cracking up thinking about this. Kate finds, <laughs> Kate finds Pooh really funny. Pooh and Farts are, like, Kate's wheelhouse for comedy. <laughs> so, this is pretty pretty rough for Kate. <laughs> Basically, it's a guy who's just got out of prison and he makes art out of his own poo. And that's basically... <laughs> that's Kate's kryptonite, mate. Yeah, the whole scene is just him trying to get his art into a studio, basically. Like, he's talking to this art acquisition person. Yeah. And at one point, he's like, oh, you're inspiring me so much. And just like... Goes to the bathroom goes and makes the bathroom. a shit <laughs> with her face. <laughs> But she's all about it. She thinks like, you know. She's all about it, mate. She thinks he's a genius and she's like keen for his art to be in her studio, I think. She's got a story to sell, which is like what art dealers really sell. Yeah. I think she's all about the kind of ex-con thing. Like she feels like she's doing a service to the community by. No, not even. She's giving this guy a chance. This guy's been in jail for 21 years and he just came out here some of his art. It's the same fucking shit with Chopper Reed. Like, Chopper Reed, questionable. Mm. <laughs> but his art sells for, like, thousands of dollars. Yeah, I know what you mean. So it's the same thing. Business, mate. That's right. Do you reckon that's the kind of message behind that? What, that... Just, like, that anyone's a commodity? Yeah. Because that's how... Isn't that how America feels about people? That's the dream they try to sell them? Hmm. Like, everybody's a, what, an unlucky millionaire or whatever. Or an uninspired millionaire. Some shit. That's really interesting because I didn't even think about that until that's what I we spoke that's about it. These people sell the shit and they sell that dream to people. Mm. And then, like, if it doesn't work out, then they're just like, oh, I'm just an acquisitioner. Like, I just hang it up in my rental space, but I'm always going to make money. But they need a story to sell. And the story is he's been in jail and he... Paints with his shit. (laughs) So he turns something that's waste into like renewal or whatever she said. And he paints with a brush made of artist's pubes. (laughs) And he, Sasha Baron Cohen gets this woman to cut some of her pubic hair off and give it to him so he can put it on his brush. It just all seems so fake to me. But that's what he does, man. I don't understand. Like, is it real or not? Yeah. How do you know? What do you mean? Because if she says no and she gets insulted, that's just as good. Because that's what Sasha does. I just find it difficult to figure out what's real and what's not. It, it can be hard. 
he's fake and he comes up with all these ideas and he just presents them to people until they're just like, what the fuck are you doing? So do you think... Okay, so we see, obviously, a little bit of what he's doing. Mm. Do you think that we're only seeing like... 10% oh, would, of what would, he's done. You would only see like a tiny, tiny, yeah. tiny bit of it. And the, all the other times he's tried to pull stuff off, he's just failed. I don't know and then he the just other, bails out other, and he's like, yep, nah. All I don't right, know cool. all the other times, but say like a 10 minute segment or whatever of him be like fucking four hours of shit. Mm, and it would be edited down into only just the into, bits yeah, just into that the feed his narrative. Yeah. yeah. Or if they're like, I don't get that. And he just like moves on. But he just like, yeah, he just commits to the character. He's like, oh, here's all the things I'm going to say. And like if they, when they pull the plug, we'll just cut the pull the plug bit out and we'll just take all the best bits up until then and stick them in. Apparently he's been working on this for four years. Did you know that? Wouldn't surprise me. So if, if that's four... all of this, like yeah. all the... Because he's got to think of it. So he's got, he's like, here are the characters. What do we want to do with each one? Who do we want to talk to? And what about? And then like... I just hope that you can get four segments, like one of each character for mm. an episode. So you might have just done all the first character all at once and then all the second character all at once and like just to get it done. Can I ask you another question? Yeah. What do you think about his disguises? Oh, they're shit ass, aren't they? Like they'll, we haven't talked about the fourth one yet, but the fourth one is fucking garbage. I'm leaving that till the end. The fourth one is garbage. Uh, the first one... He puts too much texture in his face. Like, he makes mm. everybody look like they're fucking melting. And they've got, like, huge noses. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, they're not great, but they're, like, they're believable. Like, if you didn't know... Cause it's because we know that it's Sasha Baron Cohen with putty on his face. But yeah, like, I know. It looks so ridiculous. I'm like, how do they not know it's a disguise? Like, he looks know, so stupid. Because you know that it's him. So, you look at his eyes and you're like, yep, okay, so that's him. And that's what they've done. But, like, he spent, he spent a lot of money getting done up. To make him not look like himself. Yeah, I guess. You just don't know. I guess pretty much all humans are just primed to be duped, basically. Yeah. Like, we're stupid. Why would you... Humans are dumb. Why would you think that someone was coming to do that to you? Exactly. You wouldn't. And that's what he does for a living, is mm. that people don't expect that to happen, so he just takes advantage of that. Just preys on them. Yeah. Fucking A. <laughs> He's been doing it forever. Mm, it's fun. He has to do it all before the show comes out because then if they see the show, then it's oh yeah, over. that's why he works on it for four years and then brings it out, mm. Surpri- like as a surprise, yeah. two weeks beforehand. I reckon Stan probably would have paid a lot for that. Yeah, but they're also exclusive. You got to think about it. What network is going to buy that shit? Like Showtime bought it. Stan and Showtime are like hand in hand anyway. But Netflix is American to start, so they're probably not going to put that out there because it's very focused on one side being wrong. So they can't really show a political stance as what they are. So it wouldn't have been Netflix. And then Amazon's probably would probably have it, but just because it's Amazon, they've got everything. Mm. And then you've got Stan. Yeah, I guess. Australian only. And they have... Like, they have an agreement with Showtime, where Showtime put their shows on. And it's not in America, it's Australia only, so, like... Then how, how are American people watching it? On Showtime. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Should we talk about this last character, then? The last character. Holy shit. <laughs> this was actually most of the 
show. It was probably like the last was, third of it. It was probably a bit more than the third. Of it. Yeah. But it was the most confronting as well. Because mm. Jesus Christ. So it's just like an Israeli guy who is like pro-guns. And he goes to talk to like a pro-gun activist. And he says like, oh, you know, you want to arm the teachers in the schools for some reason. Why don't you arm the kids? And we'll start giving them guns when they're like four until they're 16 so they can be like fully armed. And the guy's like, yes, that's a fucking genius idea. Amazing. Like we've been trying to do this for ages. Like it's perfect. And he's like, yeah, do you want to make a show with me about it? And they make like a fucking kid show for little, little kids about like guns and how to like kill people with guns. And the guns have like little animal characters. They, he puts like a puppy head on one and like a fucking pony on an Uzi and like a fucking dinosaur. Uzicorn. Uzicorn. Fucking crazy. And it's just like, collect them all as well. There's like a rocket RPG and shit. Man, it was fucking insane. And they made like, he made like songs and they record it and then they take it to people in the actual government. <laughs> Mm. And they're just like, agree, 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 agree. And he just gets them on camera agreeing. Except for the one guy who's like, you want me to agree that you want to give guns to four-year-olds on television? And he's like, yeah, that's what I came here for. And he's like, no politician's going to do that. And then he's just like, plays footage of all the politicians yeah. who said it was a great idea. Like Followed by like six other. politicians just like praising this program. Yeah. So I think the program, he's called it Kindergartians. Kindergartians, yep. Yeah. So basically teaching kids from the age of four to like handle guns and use guns. Yeah. And yeah, they had some song about, you mentioned a song and it's like telling them where to shoot. Like yeah. heads and um, shoulders, head, not shoulders, the toes. <laughs> knees, not the toes or something. Yeah. Fire. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. That wasn't the bit that got me the most though. The bit that got me the most is when he's talking to that guy and he's talking about like, oh, kids should have guns. Women should have guns. Um, you know, my wife has a gun. She shot me once, you know, in the middle of the night. Sometimes I get a bit horny, but, you know, it's not rape if it's your wife. Yeah, and the guy high fives him. That was the worst part for me. That was awful, man. He's just laughing and he gives him a high five. But Sasha fucking sorted him out real fucking quick. And that thing at the end where they're interviewing that guy and he's just like, kids have faster reaction times because they're, the enzyme in their liver, Blink-182, has a connection to the... <laughs> Wiz Khalifa nerve and gives them it's like all this shit that he just made him read. Read off the screen. Yeah. Oh man, that was fucking hilarious. But that guy was a fuckwit. That was terrible. And Sasha just played him. So he's like one of the main like gun activists, right? In the government, yeah. Yeah. He's like high up there. It was a fucking awful thing to say. It was like literally like six or eight politicians who were like, yeah. We should arm toddlers with guns. Yeah. And one of their main reasons was like, you they know, they'd no be empathy. really, yeah, they'd be really effective as soldiers because they haven't learned to be empathetic and they don't have all this political correctness in their head, like to not shoot like a crazy person or a black person or a Islamic person. They don't have that thing in their brain. So they're perfect soldiers because they'll just shoot without thinking. Yeah. And they're actually saying that seriously. And I'm just like, oh my God. And that's what people think. That's what a lot of these people think. I just can't believe it. That's real. Yep. Is that actually real? Yes. Yeah, it is. That's why he's done the show. That's why he's made that character. So that he can show you that it's not like, like exacerbated or anything. It's just like, 
Here it is. This there's people like this. They are real and they are in charge of things. They are in the government. They have says on stuff that happens, and they actually believe that. We're not exaggerating it. It's a thing. But how can American people look at their gun crime rates and look at Australia's gun crime rates and say that they're safer with everyone having guns? Because they don't look at our gun crime rates. The thing is that they're just like, oh, but if I don't have my guns, how am I going to defend myself against someone who has a gun? And we're just like, no one's going to have any guns. Just take the guns off everyone. Nobody has a gun except for people in police, I guess. We still have guns, like we have that. I mean, there's always going to be be a black market where criminals can get guns, but in Australia, in Australia, it's fine. Like we barely have any gun crime. No, make it fucking difficult. Like no mass shootings since we did the whole gun hand in. Yeah, literally, it's just because they don't see it as nobody has a gun. They just see it as I don't have my gun. Oh, I don't feel safe. That's it. That's what it's going to be. Let's so keep just keep a like... baseball bat next to your bed. <laughs> or a fucking knife or whatever. Yeah, but that's the thing. They don't see it like that. They're just like, if I don't have my gun, I'm defenseless against someone who has a gun. And you're like, but they're not going to have their gun. They won't have it. That's the part that just doesn't connect. And then they're just like, but guns are awesome. And that's the main thing. The main thing is not guns protect you or guns keep you safe. or like, like they make it. It's just guns. like you like it. And that's fine. Right? Lots of people like shit that they're not allowed to do, right? So fucking <laughs> get over it. Just deal with it. You like them, accept that that's why, and then when you accept that it's just because you like them, then you realise that that's fucking dumb reason to let kids get fucking murdered because you're allowing people to get a free gun when they open a bank account. That's disgusting. That's the culture that you've created, and now you can't get out of it because everybody's just set in their fucking ways. Whereas if you were just like, no, fuck you, <laughs> you are children. And the thing is that, like, we got nanny stated a bunch in Australia, mm. right? We don't have guns. Cigarettes don't have advertising on them anymore. And everyone had a fucking whinge about that. Like, oh, this is overkill and all that sort of shit. But no one fucking dies and the smoking rate is fucking plummeting. Yeah. Just fucking do it. They are humans. Yes, they're adults. Yes, they're fucking kids, mate. <laughs> All of them. When it comes to shit like this, you can't tell them no. So just fucking take it away. I don't understand. Be like, oh, it's illegal to have a gun if you're not in law enforcement. Be like, well, what? And you're like, yeah, we'll give you the money for them. Mm, we'll but buy back the guns. Nobody's going to have a gun, mate. Because a lot of businesses will be I like, mean, oh, shit. But, like, Walmart is the place where people buy guns now. So it's fine. <laughs> I mean, I guess it's starting a good conversation. Like, but we already knew all of this. But I didn't know the extent. Like, I was... Shocked by what some it's, of these people were saying. It's real, mate. It's a hundred percent real. It's not caricature created by like fucking left wing people to show. It's just fucking that. And like, like people far, far left are just as fucking insane. Oh yeah, they are just as bad. We're not saying like, like we we obviously we are both definitely more lefty, but yeah, we're not extremists. No. And e- any extreme is bad. It's terrible. But this is the thing is just that they are there, they are real, and like it seems so caricature but it is real, but they have actual power mm. in America. Like all of our politicians are like quite bland and shit, but like they're not like that. Mm. Well, did you hear about that far-right woman who is in Australia at the moment? 
I think her name is something Southern. People call her Miss Southern. Miss Southern. Jesus. But she's come here to basically talk about... She's basically a white supremacist. Great. And she doesn't believe in, like, immigration and she wants to keep, like, the culture of America and the culture of Australia, which basically means white people, right? Right. So... Not the culture of either of those places, but no, yeah, just that's fine, just racist bullshit. Yeah, and the first time she tried to get her visa, it got denied, but then she ended up getting a visa, and so she touched down in Brisbane and she was wearing this T-shirt and it said something like, "It's okay to be white." I think her T-shirt said, "It's okay to be white." Right, and everyone was just like, "What the fuck?" And she's doing this like. A tour of Australia where she just goes and spouts her racist bullshit to people, and she's just like, "Oh, it's freedom of speech, and I just want to share my message with Australia." Well, it's freedom of speech, but you're in the wrong fucking country now, aren't you? <laughs> you dumbass. Well, she shouldn't even be doing that in America. No, freedom of speech does not extend to a different country. You fucking idiot. But Besides really, that, but it's really gross because she's like this pretty, you know, like. Good-looking, like, white, blue-eyed, blonde-haired, like, you know, American woman. And, oh, no, it, oh, it just makes me feel sick. I can't. There's pieces of shit everywhere. We've got our own fucking Pauline Hanson hanging around here. Pauline, we would fucking deport her if we could, mate. Pauline Hanson Pauline Hansen tweeted at her. I'll bet she fucking and she's did. Like, and she's like, I'm sorry about the troubles that you had getting your visa. Welcome to Australia. Um, we should have lunch. Fucking good. And then she can go back with her. Get out. <laughs> we don't need that shit, man. Like, nobody needs that. This has been a depressing episode. Man, it was gonna be. <laughs> do, do we want to do... I guess we can't really do ratings that we usually do. No. But... Do you want to just give it, what, what just give it, over, give it overalls? Like, it's, it's Sasha, so I've got to put that aside. Because, like, he's a fucking idiot. I, his stuff is dumb most of the time. It's quite, like, ridiculous. But this time, he's just like, we're not doing that this time. We're showing you what people are actually fucking like. Because his characters are like, they're, they're a bit nuts, but they're not, like, over the top this time. Because usually they're quite far gone. But this time he was quite restrained just to show you what the people... Because usually he was just like, how are people going to react to this character? And now he's like, let's just see how people, what people think mm. about this. And I'm going to show you what these people actually think and show you that it's real. I got another question for you. Yes. And I've got lots of questions, but this is like, these are all the questions I was like burning to ask you while you're watching it. Yeah. Do you think that this show is a positive influence considering like how everything is at the moment? Or do you think it's going to create more divide, more hate, more extremes on each side and just like arguments? All the shit's already there. Sasha is not doing anything except for being like, here are what they believe. I know what you mean, yeah. Like he's he's not fucking with them. Like all the other people he's just fuck with. That's not what he's doing. He's just like, his extreme left character was a bit fucking with them. But like... Mostly he's not. Mostly he's just letting them do their thing. And they're going along with it. Mm. Like 100% they're going along with it. Just to show people that they're real. SJWs are the thing that are in the thing at the moment. So you've got like... The people think that the extremes are like SJWs and uh, like white supremacists. 
and those are your two like extreme ends, right? And those are the problems that we're having. But I think he's trying to be like, well, yeah, but like if you step back just a bit from that, I can get somebody to high five me who works in government if I say that rape isn't real if it's your wife. Mm. It's way more real than you think. While the focus is on like those extremes, we've still got big fucking problems a little bit further away. They don't have to be like crazy looking people who like have Nazi flags around their necks or like people who go to rallies and scream about how like Trump's the worst human. You're just talking about Regular politicians who have mm. some power who he can get out, that out of them with the greatest of fucking ease, mate. Yeah, and he's just crazy. like, here are the people that are in charge. So what's your overall rating? I oh, know it's hard. It's, it's, it's hard because I always have the same view of all of these things, which is that there's a theory in when I did media studies. And the theory is that, and it's the one that I usually think of, which is like, you know, people are like, oh, video games cause violence and then like violent TV causes violence and all this sort of stuff. But there's a thing called like, it's called like seek out theory, which is just like, if you're more inclined to that, then you actively seek those things out yourself. And like, if they are going to have a higher impact on you because of that, you would actually go looking for those things. And that's an issue that I have. So, like, you could say, like, oh, kids who play violent video games are more likely to be violent. And you're just like, well, those kids are going to want to do that. They're yeah. going to want to do those violent things to get to deal with those violent tendencies themselves. Like, they're going to want that. So, for this, it's the same issue that I had with, like, remember when uh, we talked about Queer Eye and I had that, like, conversation that you thought was really important? But I said to you, oh, but the people who are going to think it's important are the people who watch Queer Eye who are not the people whose minds you're going to want to change. Yeah. So, you're going to have people who watch it on the left, like you and me, who are going to be like, holy fucking shit, that's terrifying. And you have people who, on the right, who are just like, fuck yeah, like, that's what I believe, it's 100% true. Like, they're not going to take it as the right kind of So, satire. you don't think it's going to do anything? I think, like, everything else is not going to do anything. Yeah. Really sad, right. but like... It's really hard to make It's just telling changes. people what they already know. Exactly. It's really hard to make changes or make people... It might make some people who are not so far right, but like probably a bit right. Maybe some of them look at themselves. Maybe, yeah. But it's not going to get like people on the left to understand those people on the right because he's not... That's obviously not his view on the world, right? He's obviously quite on the left and he's like, this is what they believe in. That's his view. That's what he's trying to put forward. That's the point of the show. So it's maybe to make some of the people on that side look at themselves and go, oh my God, am I that cartoonishly insane? But other than that, it's going to have no impact. And it's one of those things where it seems really impactful and it's got the face like it's supposed to be really impactful. But like, what are you actually going to achieve? Yeah, sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's just shock value, I think. Yeah. So rating. That's what he does. (laughs) You keep... (laughs) I keep saying, so what's your rating? And then you just go on like a... No, you keep asking me stuff. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, (laughs) I do. So a rating. It's hard to do a rating, but it seems like he's trying to be impactful, but he's not. It's really just for shock value, like you said. Mm. Uh, 
I'm not learning anything I didn't already know. It's just making me feel uncomfortable for the reason to make me feel uncomfortable. So, I'd have to give him, like, probably a six, because we did laugh at some of the things that he did. Like, it's awful, and you're bringing it home to me how awful it is, but, like, some of it was pretty funny. I was actually thinking the same, six. Yeah. Do you think we'll keep watching it? I don't know. I kind of want to. There's other stuff to watch, you know what I mean? I'm interested to see. I don't know if there's going to be more characters. I think there is. It's just like outraged because you like to be outraged. You know what I mean? I guess. So I don't really know how much I like being outraged and scared of what humans actually think. It's interesting. You could say that about anything, mate. You say that about fucking snuff films, right? But it's not oh, like... Oh, God. What? The deep web. Yeah, but it's not like... I don't want to watch them. No. Got anything else to say about the show? I don't think so. I think we touched on most of the stuff that I found interesting or shocking or... Insulting. Yeah. If you want to, contact us. Have an argument with us about our views on Sasha Baron Cohen. Listen to Kate eat chocolate into the microphone again. (laughs) Or this show, Who Is America? You can contact us on Instagram with Pilot Error Podcast. Facebook, search Pilot Error Podcast. Twitter, at Pilot Error Pod. Email us, pilotarrowpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, hopefully we'll be interviewing Hamish and Andy <laughs> next podcast. Probs not. <laughs> Probs not. Have not heard back from them. If you're listening, guys, hit us up. Yeah, that's right. It's probably not going to be them, realistically. It's going to be one of their producers. As Jack if, Post! As if they're going to fucking listen to this shit. Be like, oh. They'll get like a short list, I reckon. Maybe like, oh, does this sound good? This girl, she's like a stalker of yours. They'll be, <laughs> they'll be like, nah, nah, it's fine. Aww. I listen to everything you guys do. I love you. They're like, not dealing with that. Maybe get some sarcastic dickhead to talk to us. Like Josh. Yeah, I'm here, guys. I love your work as well. Imagine they like, contact us. are like, yeah, so we want to meet the, the crazy, guy. We're here for the crazy bitch and the sarcastic dickhead. And we're just like, fuck it, you got him. <laughs> but we only want the guy, not the girl. <laughs> Man, that's fine. I'll just do the interview, but you can come with me. You can meet them and stuff. Yeah, okay. Like, I mean, how can they stop me buying a ticket to Sydney? And hanging out with me. Exactly. I'm your fiance, mate. Exactly. But, you know, we can kick her out for the interview, guys. If that's what you want to do, it's fine. She probably won't ask any questions. <laughs> I'll be too nervous. Yeah. Uh, so that's it, guys. Hope you have a great week. We appreciate you. Mm. We love you bits. Ooh. <laughs> we love you, Bills. We love you, Bills. Sound that I'm going to generically put at the end of every time we say Bills. Love from cash. Love from cash to the Bills, yep. We've already um, designed our wedding invitation. It involves lots of money-related things. We'll put it up if it actually does come to fruition. <laughs> if we're still doing this when we get married. That's up to you, Hamish and Ant. No. But <laughs> <laughs> Give us money. <laughs> I'd like some money. I would like to not... I would like to just do this. If you want a better podcast, you can give us some money. And then I can do this instead of going to work. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Don't say that. People from your work might be listening. No, they won't.
Hey, who wouldn't want to do this instead of going to work? Me. I love my job. Because your boss definitely listens to this. <laughs> you got a face on like a little kid doing a sneaky shit in their pants. I'm eating chocolate. Oh, right. I've eaten two... Oh, one and a half rows. Whoa, calm down. <laughs> All right, guys. Have a great week. Bye! Mm-hmm.